0: Support for this podcast comes from CLR Clear. Fight back against annoying household messes with CLR Clear. CLR Clear is tough on dirt and grime all around your home, and we're not just talking about calcium, lime, and rust. They have an entire lineup of cleaning products for your kitchen, bathroom, garage, and more. Visit clrbrands.com to learn more. CLR Clear. Fight the clean fight. Eileen Fisher designs simple clothes to make your life easier timeless pieces and high quality materials that are responsibly sourced for less impact on the environment and more positive impact in the world. Visit EileenFisher.com and use offer code girlfriend to receive $25 off your $100 purchase. That's EileenFisher.com offer code girlfriend for $25 off. Welcome,
1: Welcome to, to call, call your Girlfriends,
0: girlfriend, a, a podcast, podcast for long distance besties everywhere. everywhere. I'm Amina so. I'm Anne Friedman. We're in a room together.
1: <laughs> we are. It's very weird being in a room together. It's
0: really awkward. I know. You know, the other
1: weird thing is that Gina's also in this room, which like never happens.
0: Gina had to remove her large jewelry so it would not interfere with <laughs> our recording, which is also Amina too. Oh my God. You guys both removed your jewelry. You know, I like roll accessories. I know. I know. I'm on vacation and not wearing jewels. On this week's agenda, a militia update featuring lots of dildos. Ivanka's endorsement of her dad, We Weep, Sean Penn's goatee in ethical drugs, a TV roundup, and January gift problems. Anyway, what's going on?
1: I listened to a new podcast today from our friends Lindsay and Bobby.
0: Oh man, I saw I got this notice, but I have not listened to it yet.
1: Uh, And it's so good. Uh, It's called Who Weekly and it's your new favorite pop culture podcast. I was a
0: fan of the email newsletter, now defunct.
1: I know. Bobby, Lindsay, bring back the newsletter,
0: but keep the podcast also. All of the pop
1: culture that we miss on the show, which is all of it, they will cover for you.
0: Slash for people like me who don't watch any reality TV and like feel very alienated from society when we see tabloid covers, they explain it all.
1: It's like if you read Us Weekly and like weekly tabloids, like some of us, this was (laughs) just a delight. Okay. Moving on. That's our shine theory segment. I I mean,
0: we also, I was going (laughs) to say check in, check in with the Oregon Vanilla (laughs) vanilla ISIS. The Al-Qaeda
1: update. So the last time I checked in on Al-Qaeda, some like very smart and funny internet people had sent them dildos instead of the food list that they had requested.
0: Okay, so I also saw this headline and laughed heartily. However... Are they really that smart if they're sending their sex toys away to the Oregon militia rather than using them for their own pleasure?
1: And here, so I thought about this a lot and it was very conflicted. <laughs> I am 100 percent happy with people not sending them snacks and sending them shit they can't use mm. and things that they're disgusted by. I feel like it's, you know, it's like to those people, if you want to sort of GoFundMe me so we can all pitch in and reimburse you, I would be down
0: man would not spend my money on that but i respect the effort also someone sent like 55 gallon drums of lube as well <laughs> listen some people but, have a lo- some people have a lot of money and love to spend money on that kind of stuff i support it but don't you think that they'll find a way to use that to like ruin this wildlife preserve
1: no i'm 100% convinced they will not know what to do with lube
0: oh man <laughs> I just feel like the possibilities, some of us watched Old School on TBS last night while we were trying to <laughs> fall asleep. And the possibilities with a drum of lube, I don't know. I mean, they could get up to some broy activities in there. Oh my
1: God. My favorite is like the couple of ladies who are in there who on the shopping list were obviously like menstrual pads, tampons. And I'm like, who gets caught dead in a militia without your own tampons?
0: We're in the same room together, so I'm just shaking my head in <laughs> disappointment. I don't even have to articulate it verbally. Yeah. I'm
1: like, these, these ladies are ridiculous. Good luck. Barack Obama's gonna let them rot in the like thing that's what's gonna happen
0: I feel like this is one of those things that in a, in a year we'll listen back and be like, not gonna like that.
1: you know I hope to never speak of Oregon on this podcast
0: again. You know? oh stop so. come on now <laughs> Other things that are annoying us. Other things. What, are, what is annoying us today? Sean Penn's soul patch.
1: Sean Penn's soul patch is disgusting. <laughs> How um, did you see Sean Penn's soul patch? Like, I, where did you see it recently in the I wild? was waiting.
0: There was a very... I was with some other ladies, and we had a very long wait for a table at a restaurant last night, and we were drinking many drinks while waiting for that table and watching... Was it 60 Minutes? Is that Charlie Rose. Charlie Charlie Rose. 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 I don't know. Watching some TV on mute and he was talking about his foray into professions for which he is not trained. It was just like really, really huge on the screen. And sometimes it's not what you want when you're hangry.
1: I know. So I actually watched the interview and it's maybe the comedy moment of January, honestly. Um, Quote um, Sean Penn. I am disappointed that the story has become about me <laughs> and not about the drug war in Mexico <laughs> because Jean-Pen is under like some sort of delusion that that's what he wrote about the drug war in Mexico.
0: He was like the fact that I clearly insisted that I'd be the one to go write about this like and now I'm shocked.
1: This whole story is kind of my favorite is like Sean Penn going to visit El Chapo facilitated by Kate Castillo, who like is an actress that I love because she always plays like drug lords. It's excellent because it's just like they think that what they act is like who they actually are. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. And I love that that's how the police found El Chapo because they were like, follow the gringo into the, the, the jungle. And then. They found him, but they found El Chapo in the most banging ass, amazing silk shirt. Oh my gosh, selling out everywhere. I know. Um, from the store called Barabas. I googled <laughs> it. It's it's over one hundred dollars, which like I don't feel good buying. But is it hundred percent for that price? No, it's like viscose. It's just like <laughs> it's just like some shiny <laughs> shirt. But my favorite was the owners of the store. They were they were so excited. They were just like. He could have Gucci, he could have Dolce Gabbana, he could have bought anything, but instead he was wearing our shirt. Our Visco shirt. (laughs) (laughs) He was wearing our shirt to do his like interview that sunk him. And I was like, you know what? Like somebody is doing well from this interview because Sean Penn's a piece of shit because El Chapo has like killed thousands of people
0: and he like didn't address
1: that and I'm like don't stop like lionizing a fucking drug dealer
0: insight into your feminism that Kate Castillo was not mentioned in the piece of shit rundown because Kate, Kate Castillo is a foreign exchange student I'm like, I just not in Mexico she's not also she's a
1: US citizen shout out Kate Castillo
0: Kate Castillo also like a
1: bad person but you know I'm just like Sean Penn's more of a bad person Sean so. Penn is a
0: lot easier to hate Kate Castillo was not gratuitously describing her genitals during this experience it's true it's just
1: that this whole thing I, I was like I was going to ask you if you've watched the Netflix show Narcos, but I know the answer. Obviously not. As you have not watched Narcos, there are many parallels to this, like journalist lady who helps the drug Lord, Pablo Escobar, a.k.a. Pablito had one. And so Kate Castillo, I'm like, you're an actress. Have some respect. Act like you've been here before. (laughs) Nope. Don't do this. So yeah, but you should all watch her TV show. La Reina del Sur. It's amazing. I'm so disappointed in her, but Sean Penn, ultimate fucking piece of shit. Speaking of creeps, Just like such
0: a creep. I know, like long-time creep. Long-time creep. If it were a woman, like if it were a woman actor who had sort of gotten into this position, which let's be real, it probably wouldn't go down like that, I think I would sort of guess that it was like, oh, you know, you're like of an age where it's like hard for you to get substantive roles. And so you are like working on another career as an out or you are like expanding into geopolitics. (laughs) And like, It's like, oh, you can start a newsletter or you can expand. You can start a lifestyle brand or you can get into (laughs) geopolitics immediately. But because it's like it's just like your standard issue creep, it's like definitely all about. I don't even
1: know that like facilitating a hangout with El Chapo counts as geopolitics. Oh, come
0: on. It totally does. I don't know, man. It's just... The U.S. government is legitimately interested in that.
1: I just feel like everybody involved should go to jail. Like (laughs) El Chapo, Sean Penn. Just put Sean Penn in jail for, like,
0: all his past crimes.
1: Yeah. Yeah including, like, making Charlize feel bad about ghosting Oh my God, can we
0: also talk about, we have not discussed this, the handshake photo and how he clearly art-directed it himself. Oh, 100%. Get my good side. side." Also, like, did you read the article? It's, like, all
1: about him farting. And I was like, who edited this, number one? Rolling Stone's such a shameful place to, like, be writing out right now. They're just like, everything is bad. But, like, this was especially egregious because they were like, El Chapo like they gave El Chapo the option to like sign off on it yeah yep. which is I'm like the man don't speak English that's crazy oh actually pause the best detail of all of this is when they like doxed El Chapo's phone or they dumped it he didn't know who the fuck Sean Penn was
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh I mean but Kate this is what this is the role that Kate felt she was like listen he's a big deal yeah but like not really the text messages were amazing
1: it was like hey it's this American actor it was like who it was like Sean Penn it was like have I seen anything he's in and it was like yeah and then he was like what year and it was like 2005 and I was like uh,
0: no it was amazing the burn came from El Chapo no it's amazing it was like (laughs) William
1: we could have sent like William Sean Penn over there and they wouldn't have known the difference Mm -hmm. so that would like make me very happy shout out El Chapo hope (laughs) you rot in jail also hope they actually extradite him no shade to Mexico but like they can't keep prisoners over there I mean come to here. we are
0: very good at that (laughs) yes
1: can you, can you tell how much I hate drug dealers? I can tell. <laughs> I hate cartels. I hate drug dealers. I'm just like, you're a scum of the earth. I don't buy
0: your like Robin Hood shit. I feel like it's a hard position to take if you like enjoy smoking drugs in America.
1: I only smoke one drug. You smoke all your drugs. First of all, I only smoke one drug. I mean, I know
0: that was plural, but you know. I know,
1: but like, <laughs> you know. Most of my marijuana does not come from El Chapo. I feel confident about that.
0: I feel secure as of late in saying the same, but like... I know, because we live in California. I know, but I'm just saying, you're, this was not always... I feel like my record is not clean on this, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that, That's what I'm is that saying. you're saying that like all the skunk weed that you've smoked in other places exactly. could
1: have come from El Chapo? <laughs> That's, I'm just, I, possibly. I don't know. I, I don't know. I do not that shit. After watching Narcos, <laughs> I'm fully confident those guys are into cocaine. Which if you do cocaine and you feel bad about it, you should.
0: (laughs) No, I don't really understand cocaine. Can I explain
1: it to you? I I understand it now. I didn't understand it at all. Wait, when did you learn about... I learned about cocaine very recently. Here's the thing about cocaine. I was like, you know when you're hanging out with people and they feel really sexy and like so on top of the world, but they look like shit? (laughs) And I always thought that those people were just extra drunk. It's like, now I'm like, no, it's It's cocaine. cocaine. I was like, they're out of their mind. Yeah, it's like the sweatiest person and they're trying to like Uh. dance up on you. And I'm like, what? Like, you think you can step up to me? Like, no. And then I was
0: like, oh that's what cocaine is I feel like there are people on other drugs where I, I witness them being on those drugs and I'm just like that seems kind of cool or I'm like you're, you're having, a, you're yeah, having an experience yeah cocaine's the opposite never of once, cool never once have I been around someone who is like completely coked up and been like that seems awesome I know I, I would rather
1: bathe in a tub of heroin <laughs> than like do cocaine it's like those people are the most obnoxious people in the world
0: it's because it's the uppers. My mind is still back in heroin bath. I'm like, I'm, no, I did not I'm just like, it's, the, it's the
1: uppers. And I was like, I
0: can't handle people
1: that are on any kind of uppers. And I was like, Oh, this is what's going on. Sure. But like, now that I know, I'm not going to lie. My primary care physician had to explain a lot of this to me. It's perfect. Thanks. Dr. Natalia. <laughs>
0: Explain to you what kind of drugs you actually like.
1: Yeah, I was like, here's what's going on, and she was like, yeah, that's definitely cocaine. She's So like,
0: you're into depressants. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. I have a lot of energy. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'm better when I'm talking less in a social situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, can I tell you about those green hornet edibles that you gave me? Did you use carefully? Okay, so I thought a half was careful.
0: Nibble? Like, did I not tell you nibble? No, you did not tell I me. I said nibble. And I if swear I had, to God I If said I, I had
1: heard you pronounce the word nibble, I said, I, because I'm laughing right I said, now, I, I would said remember I said just that.
0: the corner at a time. No. This
1: was like a brick of gummy.
0: Right. That's why you don't eat the whole gummy. No.
1: I, I mean, I didn't eat the whole thing, <laughs> but it's still like it was tough.
0: We know that the Green Hornet gummy did not come from El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, El Chapo is exclusively selling gummy products.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't that be incredible? It's like a the, cocaine the trade gummy, a uh, like yeah. heroin gummy. Um, mm. What else? Every generation has its challenges. Some would say that's the reason for its progress. It might start with a small act of kindness or a big idea that changes everything. It can come from the tiniest voice or the voice of a generation. Or it could come from me. I mean, not to. I am one of six change-making women featured in Eileen Fisher's Good Goes On campaign this spring. The campaign highlights women empowering women, the importance of sustainability, and the power of good design. Eileen started in 1984 with the idea that simple clothes can make life easier. And after spending a day on set wearing a super comfortable, ultra-chic jumpsuit, I think she's really on to something. As a company, Eileen Fisher believes doing well by doing good, and that's reflected in the way their clothes are made timeless styles and quality materials that are responsibly sourced for less impact on the environment and a more positive impact on the world. It was a real honor to be featured in this campaign and meet the other women making a difference in their community. I've been a longtime Eileen Fisher fan, so this was a dream come true for me. You can visit EileenFisher.com and use the offer code girlfriend to receive $25 off of your $100 purchase. That's EileenFisher.com offer code girlfriend for $25 off. Oh man, Um, another thing you're not watching but I feel like you should investigate on a sick day is Degrassi the new class. It's too woke. It's honestly too woke. There was a consent episode that like blew my mind. There was like a feminist episode where like somebody got swatted and they're Canadian, so they're like so. It's like so great. Do
0: you have this thing that sometimes I have a thing where I'm like, if shows align too closely with my politics, then I am skeptical about the quality. Like I do, I have this reverse thing where I'm like, the quality like, is flames. Okay, it's okay, so
1: good. But it's also I was like, oh, this is where all the social justice warriors are making TV. They're making it in Canada. There was a masturbation episode and like this girl's embarrassed that like her vibrator's out and the teacher just goes she goes there's nothing to be embarrassed about and nobody makes fun of
0: her unless was, like, you're an Oregon militiaman yeah I was like this is not what
1: would happen in Degrassi America like yeah. no way it she was, would be shamed instantly it's so it's like so woke investigate on a sick day also all the titles are hashtags hashtag <laughs> not all men no! <laughs> yes. no not man. Social justice warrior internet content and I was there for every minute. For the Tumblr generation. For the Tumblr generation. Man, those Canadians. Oh Make man, pictures. so you watched every episode? I mean, essentially, and Great British Bake Off. Okay. Which I had already seen, but like watching, you know. It's easy. Yeah, also introduce some new people to it, which was like very... It's like very
0: satisfying to introduce people to that To show. like
1: introduce people to it because it's like taking a Xanax all together and you just get so emotional. Everybody fell in love with Martha, 17-year-old Martha. Mm. Mary Berry is like so hot. Everything was great. We already talked about Mary Berry, didn't we? Did we already talk I about I don't bake-off? think so. We've never talked about Bake Off on the show.
0: Bake Off is something I can feel great about because I started watching it before most Americans, which is something I can never, ever say. Other people in this room can say that a lot. Real talk. But let me tell you, it feels pretty good to say like, oh, you mean episode one in America, episode five in Britain? Is that what you mean? Yeah, because you were there for a Baked Alaska controversy. I was there for the Baked Alaska controversy in the summer of 2013. I don't know, maybe this is vestiges of like British colonialism or something where I'm like, I just feel so safe and like someone's in charge when I watch that show. It's like nothing crazy is going to happen, but like some like light drama and also the illustrations. calming. no, here's the thing. It's because nothing's
1: at stake. It's like when you (laughs) want, it's like, it's like the whole like rewatching it, especially I was like, man. Padma and Gail and Tom would destroy these people. Sure. Also, somebody in my group asked the like best question. Thank you, Joe, who said, Are the British known for their desserts? And I burst out loud laughing because the British do think that they're known for their desserts. Oh, they they love to say that. To in themselves. continental Europe, we love to trash their desserts. So <laughs> You know, I'm like, I can fuck with the like sticky toffee pudding every once in a while. Victoria sponge. Um, <laughs> Jaffa cake. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like British desserts are trash. B- some biscuits. Some um, good biscuits. Some biscuits. Google it. British biscuit. American biscuit. Two different things. The rest of it is just like trash garbage or their continental desserts that they change or because now they have a sizable Indian population. They're like throw some mango on
0: it. That, you know, I, <laughs> I feel like the they worst. still are like, oh, this interesting, this man- mango flavored. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's like still not an accepted yeah, it's flavor like the, profile.
1: The two fruits that like colonialism brought to Britain was mango and passion fruit. And oh. they were like wild about it. But so anyway, all of the desserts are trash. The presentation is always garbage. It's like the, the most devastating thing somebody on there will tell you is I'm not too keen on the flavor. And I'm just like, that is so nice. Or they're like, Presentation is bad, the cake's falling apart. It's undercooked, underbaked. Good
0: job, a bit underbaked. You know.
1: Yeah, and then they're like, "Good job." And then I'm like, mm. I'm like Padma would have sent you packing like, please pack your knives and go." Oh my god. Call back. Do you remember the time we saw Padma IRL? Um, and her assistant named Ocean. Oh my God. Yeah. Anne and I were, for the audience, Anne and I were Bravo celebrities for like a minute. It was- For
0: actually probably about
1: 15 <laughs> seconds or less. Except that like Ocean took a shine to us and he was like, walk in front of that camera. Walk again. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Back up. So, so when Amina and I both lived in DC, it was what season?
1: It was the DC season, maybe 10, 11, unclear. It was the DC season. The Washington, the
0: only one. Right. Um... Yeah, and they had like a. It was the very first episode, right? I yeah, it was we a were early. we
1: were the opening episode. I got tickets through this like ridiculous thing to go to Bravo, to go be a Bravo celebrity and eat a lot of food surrounded by young professionals. That's oh my god, they that's wanted. right.
0: The inv- it was a young, they professional young professionals. Was
1: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And we all skipped work to be young professionals. That's
0: so. That's right. And I was like, I had nothing to wear yeah because yeah. they were
1: like we're bright colors we're, and then we were like please we're gonna get on screen for sure
0: oh my god that was also when i had baby bangs for like three months
1: <laughs> yeah those were tough days tough but you days. know what you like you pulled it off very well
0: um one
1: of the chefs had a cocktail mm. which is such a mistake and we just kept drinking that we like drank so much cocktail because Anne's a vegetarian and couldn't like fuck with a lot of the like weird shit even though you did, I was proud of you. You ate a lot of fish.
0: I ate something wrapped in some other
1: meat. We also ate like so many foams.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like really trying to like This show. was yeah, foams were new back then mm-hmm. in the like Early 2010s. But then I also remember they were doing like some interviews with the like fake young professionals guests and no, no one wanted to interview us like on camera except for Ocean who was like walk back and forth. Just be in the background. Just be in the background. So yeah. there's like a tiny screen grab. There's like a screen grab of like 10 seconds of us behind Padma's ear.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's like on my Tumblr, the screenshot of just the back of our heads and I'm like headline
0: bravo celebrities uh, <laughs> <laughs> Until we get our own show. <laughs> Andy Cohen call us
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't run about my own show I just want to go and watch What Happens Life with Andy Cohen oh. somebody who works at Bravo listens to the show make it happen there you go
0: okay let's talk about Ivanka how she has formally started campaigning for her dad
1: you know it's like on one hand i feel for people who come from difficult families as a child of one of them and i'm like you can't be held accountable for what your dad does
0: but you can be held accountable for the commercial you appear in
1: exactly but now that she's like formally joined i'm just like no ivanka just we've been talking to her this whole time she's clearly not listening dear ivanka (laughs) dear ivanka
0: Hello, Dear Ivanka. I'm Ivanka we saw Trump. your ad. When I was a young girl, my father, Donald Trump, always told me that I could do anything that I set my mind to if I coupled vision with determination and hard work. He meant it. Okay, I have to say he meant it because she really can do anything she puts her mind to because she is the daughter of a rich person who is the daughter or son of rich people. Real talk. Not saying Ivanka doesn't work hard, but... No, she
1: does work hard. You know, I feel like he did, a, you know, he did as good of a job as he could. I'm like, Ivanka, your dad is offensive to even you and your own marriage and your own family. Like, you know what's up.
0: I consider myself fortunate to have learned from the best, both as an entrepreneur and, most importantly, a parent. My father is a man <laughs> who is deeply grounded in tradition. He raised my siblings and me to work hard. to Traditional architecture in all of, in all of his hotels. He taught hotels. us that to inspire the and of- wait, gain respect in life R- and in business, in? you have to earn it. He has done just that over decades and achieved success at the highest level across multiple industries. (laughs) Multi-industry success.
1: Also, okay, we're going to have to rail talk Ivanka right here. First of all, I love Donald Trump. That man builds a great hotel when he's not licensing the rest of them. (laughs) So that's like one point. You just said
0: I love Donald Trump. I love his hotel work. Okay. Let's just make sure we're like the, the noun is I love his hotels. I will repeat that. (laughs) I
1: love Trump hotels. Mm. Ivanka's dad's hotels. I love Ivanka's dad's hotels, (laughs) but like he's not even a good businessman. So first of all, his dad gave him like a million dollar loan when he was coming up and he complained about how his dad gave him a tiny, tiny, you have to earn it. (laughs) (laughs) You have to earn it. But also like if he had just let his money sit in the bank and was just like a dilettante, he would be richer now than he is with his like (laughs) shitty investments. Like I'm like, Donald call me. And then the rest of the business is like, it's essentially like, it's just licensing. He doesn't do anything. Set it and forget it. (sighs) Ivanka, don't do this. It's going to like some major damage to her shoe line.
0: I know. I feel like this is the point at which we just have to like throw up our hands. And it's just like, this is, this is the point at which the whole family is like, is over.
1: I mean, like Eric's been over. This is what I mean. She was the last holdout. And now no, she's I over like Baron. Two. What? The baby one. Please. He's innocent. His loafer
0: game is untouchable. I don't know if he's innocent.
1: <laughs> he's nine.
0: <Anne>. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I can find something to indict him for. <laughs> like the nine year old. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just feel like a white male heir to the Trump fortune will not be innocent for long.
1: What if he turns out trans or alt? What are you going to do you with You know that? what? I'll
0: revise my opinion. <laughs> I just think the prognosis is not great. Uh, you think that Baron Trump is Illuminati? Oh, 100. But but not Baron's dad. Maybe we need to start referring to him as Baron's, Baron's dad. dad. <laughs> We're now going to start calling him Baron's dad. Baron's dad. For, henceforth, he shall henceforth. be known as Baron's dad. Since Ivanka has Ivanka let us down.
1: dead to us. Dead, I mean, yeah. You know, dead to us until the end of the campaign.
0: Oh, also wow, I- so lenient.
1: Gina, what should we talk about?
0: Let's do a lightning round of favorite gifts from Christmas or like favorite products. <laughs> Whoa, Christmas
1: callback. <laughs> Skincare 2016. Skincare. Ugh, Gina D. Okay. We can't talk about Christmas gifts because some people who listen to the show gave us Christmas gifts that we didn't love.
0: Um, <laughs> oh, that's, like that's a, that. it's a Sarah Silverman joke. So as a birthday gift, I received piano lessons, but wait, yeah. multiples. So here's the deal. There are two teachers who I'm auditioning. So I will go to like a lesson with each teacher and then decide who I want to continue with. And then it's like four more lessons with that teacher. So it's essentially six lessons, but, like, with whoever I choose, a starter and four more. Have you never played piano before? I played for eight years when I was a kid. Oh, so you're, like, just like a bicycle. No, it's not like a bicycle. But the thing that has me stressed is, like, this makes sense because I feel... I want to like this person slash like have it somewhere like a toned down whiplash. Like someone who will... Yeah, I'm like, you're about to do piano whiplash. You gotta get
1: along with your instructor.
0: Exactly. And and so uh, I have to go and like basically judge as like a first date. And it feels very stressful because like one of them will know I didn't pick them. Well, (laughs) they can handle it. And also they just have to work harder for you I
1: like my piano teacher is one of my favorite humans in the whole world
0: and how did you find this person well I mean I was a child oh obviously. I thought you said my piano teacher like as in yeah. currently no my piano teacher growing up was <laughs> Historical.
1: Like, she was like the nicest lady and when my mom yanked me out a piano because she was like I don't know about this you look like a flautist to me <laughs> Your essence is flouting. Yeah, my flouting. essence
0: my, my essence is flute. Fluting. Um
1: <laughs> She was devastated,
0: so was I, but like we stay in touch. We're Facebook friends. She's hot. My piano teacher growing up was like one of my only alt role models. <laughs> Stop. She lived in this A-frame house that was covered in bird cages that she used as planters, like hanging plants. Imogen like, Heap was your piano teacher? Listen, <laughs> Imogen Heap stole her seeds from my piano teacher. Shout out to Mrs. Crowley. And her, <laughs> and her, her husband, her husband, this is also great. It was like a magical wonderland her husband's job was photographing newborn babies at the hospital. And so he would always like, wait, what? Like, like for, for medicine or for, for the newspaper. Like, you know, this is the analog days when I was a child and it would be like, they would publish like, they just doxed your baby photo on the small (laughs) town newspaper would totally dox your baby photo. It'd be like lumpy little baby photo. It next to the birth It's like the privacy
1: nerd in me. is just like everything. I'm like, they have your birthday and your photo? Like, Trust. No.
0: Trust. And they published it in a <sighs> newspaper that went to tens of thousands of people probably listen one excellent Christmas gift that I got was from you <laughs> talk about
1: it <laughs> was my uh DJ Khaled flip-flops mm, slides slides <laughs> that say another one on them they're so like I've never been happier I wish me. I
0: had taken video of myself ordering them online just cackling violently just like so happy I so thought listen I was like
1: every day I would like go online want to buy them and they were sold out health is wealth and he's just like prospering another one and so you like caught the day that like they restock the website
0: i was keeping an eye out i won't lie i had a vision
1: i'm not gonna lie to you it's like the thing showed up it didn't have a card or anything and i opened it and i knew mm. i just like i you know I, it was i'd i also told you to watch your mailbox for a gift from no, me no <laughs> but like but like many people had said this to me they were like watch your mailbox and i'm just like uh like there's nothing i hate more than checking the mail i check my mail once a month and yeah it's like I'm like tearing open through all these packages which is like the best part about not checking your mail over Christmas Christmas. once a month (laughs) yeah it's just you're just like oh my god like who you know you're like who sent me this like fantastic thing but yeah I like died it was so
0: good your gift for me has not arrived
1: yet it's the problem it's the combo it's a combo happy new year merry christmas happy
0: birthday oh wow you know january birthday problems this is the this is you know you get a pass because obviously you're an impeccable gift giver but like you know the combined christmas birthday gift is something that like late december early january babies like a burden we bear can i tell
1: you a serious meltdown i had this will be my first negative review for a business on here so my brother's birthday is january 2 he gets it Oh, he totally gets it. Also, we're like a Muslim, so we don't do Christmas. So, you know, it's but just still, like, so he he just gets like, you know, it's like people go Merry Christmas. Don't give him a gift. And they go, happy birthday. It's the day after New Year's. He also doesn't get a gift. So this year I had like my eye on these like bomb sneakers. I wanted to get him. That man has flawless taste. So it's like when you give him something sure. that he doesn't have, it's a lot
0: ordered the thing I like I like ordered it on the phone Mm -hmm. that's like how that's your thing though I feel like you like to order on the phone to get the best service yeah and you're just like
1: and I needed a birthday card in it and also my brother lives in Canada like when is somebody gonna figure out shipping duty because I'm so tired of paying double taxes on presents to like I'm like I could walk this thing across the border myself but so anyway (laughs) I knew exactly how much it needed to be so that like he wouldn't have to pay taxes on the other end to get his own present like I was so on top of it And then I'm keeping an eye on the tracking. Nothing. They don't send it. They don't send it. And I finally had a meltdown because I was like, my brother lives overseas. He never gets any presents. I'm sending him this one thing and he's not going to get it on time. And I kept emailing this business and they were like, kept like not responding to me because hashtag holidays. Mm. And finally I wrote an email where I was like, I am deeply disappointed in the level of service that I've gotten. This was a birthday present for my brother. You've messed up his birthday. You've messed up my holiday.
0: It was like a nightmare town. And? Did they come groveling to your doorstep? <sighs> yeah,
1: kind of. And they gave me like a tiny discount and they like figure like, but I was like, you've already like the pain is there. Mm. The pain is there. And I was very upset. Did I almost
0: know? had to send a similar email to DJ Khaled about your about I know. your sandals.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm very conflicted about whether I should say where I bought these sneakers or not. <laughs> this was at Toto Kayo. <laughs> okay which is usually
0: one of my favorite stores i shop there all the time it's one of my favorite stores to shop i'm doing air quotes shop at but not actually purchase anything because it's too expensive
1: it, <laughs> stop
0: it. sorry it's true it's i put oh my god I, I put so many things in my in my shopping cart without, checking out whatever course donor like activities
1: i have the disposable income of a nine-year-old with a rich dad so it's cool <laughs> So, <laughs> so Baron, yes, me and Baron Trump have the same his, the same income to spend on sneakers. We we have this, except that I support myself. Not not so sure about Baron. Oh, but,
0: mm-hmm. negative thoughts about Baron is that <laughs> <laughs> class warfare? <laughs> I am a black person.
1: <laughs> um, no, but it was just like I don't know. It was the first. It was the first time in a long time that I sent like a customer service email. And to the store's credit, I will say. That when they, you know, like when the holidays were over and they realized what they had done, they like try to work really quickly to fix it. But I like, it was the first time I was devastated and I was like, this is a January baby problem. Next year, I'm just going to send out his birthday present December 1 so I don't have to deal with the guilt
0: of it. I was very sad. Listen, January baby problems, people being like, I'm sober this month, I can't come get really drunk on your birthday. Uh, The whole Christmas birthday combination thing, the whole like the weather is always crap. Like even in Los Angeles, it always like pours rain on my birthday, which... Great birthdays in April.
1: Sometimes the weather is bad.
0: Listen, April (laughs) is a beautiful time for a birthday. No, it's too cold. You're always like, "Can you please heat the pool because it's too cold?" Stop. I'm like, I'm (laughs) stop physically holding up my hand.
1: I am like very Mary Antoinette this week. I don't know what it is. I think it was watching Grey British Bake Off.
0: (laughs) Also, I'm actually like visually witnessing you in lounge position while saying this, and I think that (laughs) makes a difference.
1: (laughs) Feeling luxurious. It's true, but whatever. Like, shout out to the January people in our lives. I hope your present gets here before I leave. I do too.
0: I do too. I'm really glad I didn't have to write a mean email to DJ College, (sighs) like, intern who who sent you your sandals. They don't
1: want you to look good in January. I know. (laughs) That's the problem. They don't want you to be a good friend. Okay. I think that we have. Talked about enough like weird shit, like for one show. (laughs) I'm
0: very good at transition. Also, we're out of wine. We're on on our last sip of wine. Also, we're
1: out of wine.
0: As those of you in San Francisco might know, we have a live show coming up on February 19th at the JCC. And it's um, almost sold out, maybe. So hopefully lots of you who are listening to this are coming. And the exciting news is that we are going to take a few listener questions at the event. But we would love for you to record them in advance on our voicemail line. If you could call us, we would love that. That's 714-681-2943. That's 714-681-CYGF. Make sure to mention that we will see you there live in the audience we are excited. So excited!
1: You can find us many places on the internet on our website callyourgirlfriend.com. Download our show on the Acast app or on iTunes where we would love it if you left us a review. You can tweet at us at callyrgf or email us callyrgf at gmail.com You can even leave us a short and sweet voicemail at 714-681-2943 That's 714-681-CYGF. This podcast is produced by Gina Delvac.
0: Gina Delvac.
1: See you on the internet, boo.
0: <laughs> See you on the internet. See you on the internet, and See you on the internet.